This is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith from The Retirement Smith. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jeff provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Financial Viewpoints with Jeff Smith. Welcome back to another episode of Financial Viewpoint with me, Jeff Smith, and with my co-host, Tony Shore. Tone Loke, how are you today? I am so good. I wish you were the first person to call me Tone Loke today, but oh, you're not. Well, I figured I'd get some crickets you know, for that. <laughs> I mean, because... Yeah. Yeah. That was a really good first, you know, sort of offering that Tone Loke had. Like I was, I, I was like in grade school. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. Yeah. When that came out, that was the craze. Yeah. Tone Loke was very popular. Uh, pushed, in the, pushed in his the way 80s. through grunge. He pushed his way through with hair bands. Yeah, he, he did. It, That's true. That's nice. true. Yeah. And I mean, it reached across, I mean, everybody was into Tone Loke. Right. Yeah. Like it made my. Uh, it wasn't just one mixtape. one genre or one demographic. It was he, he crossed yeah. the the plains there, so he to speak. Did. So we're not talking about tone look today. We're talking about finances. But uh, last week uh, we celebrated Halloween. Oh, yeah. I love fall. I love Halloween because I love seeing the little kids dress up. Uh, yes. How was your how how was your Halloween? Oh, it's, it was great. I, we really enjoy it around our house and we do have plenty of kids that, that come to the house now. And, you know, when we first were, when, when my kids were little, there weren't a lot of, uh, young families in our neighborhood and now, sure. you know, they're everywhere. And, yeah, uh, true. we saw lots of ghosts and lots of goblins and, Ooh. Ooh. you know, that's scary. <laughs> yes. And we do this thing at our house every year. It's always themed. Okay. So my son is really into it, right? So right. he he grew his hair out long, and he has these massive um, uh, chops that he grew out in uh, on the side of his face, and uh, so he could be shaggy. He wanted, so we we did a whole uh, Scooby Doo oh, theme. theme. I we love did. that. So we did Ghostbusters a few years ago, sure. and ki- kids loved it. You know, we had the whole the whole. I mean, we do it up. You know, right. it's crazy. Right. Um. We did uh, Friday the 13th, so um, we were all camp counselors. And then, oh, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it was fun. Um, you know, we, we did this thing, and people uh, in the listening area will, will maybe know that there's this place called Haunted Hill. Not a plug. Oh, wow. I yeah. I don't endorse them, but we go there, and it's quite an interesting thing. It's about a 40-minute deal. You get driven into the woods. Um Okay. Sounds yeah, it's starting a, off bad. Yeah. On a tractor, right? Okay. So, you get driven into the woods on a tractor. What happens a mi- then? A mile deep, and then you have to walk your way back in the in the woods. What? And uh yeah, and then That's and, a thing? along the path you get you have to go through like it has like themes like red rum. You have to walk through this and and they scare you. They 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 just totally scare you all of the way course. through it. I'm scared yeah. right now just hearing about it. It was almost it, it reminded me. I thought that, you know, when they said it was supposed to be scary, I thought, you know, at the end we'd have to meet Nancy Pelosi. And, ah, and, uh, ah, and uh, ah, I was like, that's the real scary thing. Ooh, yeah. I was like, ooh, ooh, shivers. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah that's not good. Thankfully, we didn't have to do that. Plus so, savings uh, bonds that still pay 37%. Oh, wait. <laughs> what? We're not talking about savings bonds. We're talking about Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, we'll move on from that. Anyway, it was it was it was scary, but it wasn't that scary. So we're fine. Wow. How was your, how was your Halloween? Oh, it was really good. Uh, we got together. The neighbors in our cul-de-sac always get together uh, in one person's driveway. Uh, our neighbor awesome. right across the street is the widest driveway. So we put a fire pit in the middle. We we line the end of the driveway with tables, and we mm-hmm. put all the candy from all the houses on the cul-de-sac on that one table. Nice. And so the kids know to come to that driveway. We have you know uh, beverages for the adults who come by. We have food, mm-hmm. and then the kids get their candy. And us neighbors sit around the fire and just hang out. Oh, what that sounds like a perfect evening. Oh, it's so fun. And we do yeah. it every year. It's become a tradition on our cul-de-sac. Yeah. And so, awesome. you know, there's about four, there's about five families that do it, that get together mm-hmm. and do it. And so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot that's of fun. the way to do it right there. Yeah, yeah. So now, uh, speaking of Halloween, frightful mistakes uh, <laughs> that people make with their finances or retirement planning. I know, Jeff, that you, you've been in, doing this a long time in the financial, in the financial business. You, you've seen it all. So let's talk about, I just want to ask you about some of the biggest mistakes you've seen people make to help our listeners out there avoid that. And so there are some pretty frightful mistakes people make that can cost them a lot of money especially mistakes that they might make during their working years that will cost them down the road. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that that is, that's the, that's the part that really, you know, you can do something about like right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So a lot of them are not going to be necessarily terrible mistakes. I don't want to shame anybody. I think the things that we have, I think that people should pay attention to. You're not shaming anybody. Um, You're just pointing out things that our listeners can avoid. Right. Right. Yeah. So, uh, or, or more, I take an active uh, approach, right? So one of the things that I, I think is a mistake that, you know, people try to tell you is you cram as much as you possibly can in your 401k and don't look at it, right? So now there's some, there's some good, good and bad to, to that. So let's, I want to just make sure that, you know, if, if you're looking at it every hour, <laughs> you, you're missing my point, right? You right. don't want to look at it every minute or every hour, but you got to keep an eye on it. You know what I mean? You're not the one... The 401k is set up and you bear the risk, right? As the person that's contributing to it, like the company that you work for or the government, they're providing a conduit for you to save and for you to have a retirement. But really, if you don't do anything, they just shrug their shoulders, right? They don't, it's not on them. It's on you. Right. It's on you to make uh, the correct elections. It's on you to make the correct allocations. Um, and they, I mean, they provide some, um, some guidance, which is great. And if you take advantage of it, it's even better. Um, but the big thing for me is what I've, what I've watched a lot of people do is just think that that's it. You know what I mean? You, you throw the max amount you can into that 401k and, and there is some success, you know, people do have some success to that, but there are more efficient ways. And if you take a real, uh, planning approach to it, um, that will help eliminate some mistakes. So a mistake you're talking about here, if I can clarify, one mistake you see people make is relying just on their 401k to save for retirement and trying to put just everything they have for retirement is in that 401k and that's it. 
Yeah, I, I've actually seen people that show up uh, to appointments and they don't even have savings. Like they have wow. maybe five five thousand dollars, sure, in, in liquidity, and the rest is in the four hundred one k, and that can be very very troublesome. Um, you know, for for a myriad of reasons, but primarily is if you don't, you know, you need a bridge. Let's say you're not even fifty nine and a half and you retire you know, and you have no other place to take, uh, to take income from until you're 59 and a half without a penalty. Um, you, you can set yourself up for some, some pretty big problems in, in that way. Yeah. So I, I mean, you can keep it in the 401k and take some distributions, but the reality is, is that, um, two things on that, on that one. One is don't just throw it blindly in there and you got to pay attention to it. You know what I mean? Is it's like you go swimming, right. And you come up for air. You know what I mean? You got to come up for air sometime. Right. So, right. You know, and within that, within that, find a cadence that works once a quarter, you know, maybe once a month, just take, you know, take a look and say, is this lining up with, with my risk? Uh, you know, in a lot of times companies, the government will have resources to identify your risk tolerance. And a lot of people will breeze through that because it's confusing. Uh, they don't know where to start. They overthink it. Right. Um, so, if you're doing it by yourself, just t take the time to research the tools that are provided for you. Yeah. And if you're working with somebody, ask them for help. Yeah. Ask them to to help look at that and see if that's something that lines up with their goals, their their risk tolerance is the big thing. Um and, and you know, is it in concert with other things, right? So yeah. Okay, so we'll move on to another well, one. Well, well, actually, that leads into one that I'm thinking of now. Listening to you say this, uh, I think a big mistake people might make is um, finding the right, getting help, not working with a financial services professional like yourself, a financial advisor, somebody who is going to look at the big picture is a big mistake in and of itself, or getting the wrong kind of help uh, that, you know, working with somebody that isn't going to look at the big picture. And that leads us to, and you know, we're going to poke fun here a little bit, Jeff, at the big box companies, the big, sure. the big name brands that have, uh, you know, it's like the chain restaurants, you know what I yep. mean? Yeah. Uh, except the chain financial joints or, or the big bank, you go into your big bank right. and they say, oh, it's you gone. need financial planning, go over here. And they just have uh, one product, they're not going to look at the big picture. They're not going to look at your social security. They're not yeah. going to sit down and find out your risk. So, uh, uh, we have a clip to play that illustrates this, uh, working with the wrong financial professional can be critical and cost you. Do I really have to do this, dad? Stan, now more than ever, you need to understand the importance of saving money. But grandma said I could use this money to buy whatever I want. Okay, next please. Go on, Stanley. I got a $100 check from my grandma, and my dad said I need to put it in the bank so it can grow over the years. Well, that's fantastic. A really smart decision, young man. We can put that check in a money market mutual fund. Then we'll reinvest the earnings into foreign currency accounts with compounding interest, and it's gone. <laughs> uh, what? It's gone. It's all gone. It's all gone. What's all gone? The money in your account. It didn't do too well. It's gone. What do you mean? I, I have $100. Not anymore, you don't. Poof. Well, what can I do to get back I'm my- I'm sorry, sir, but this line is for bank members only. <laughs> I just opened an account. Do you have any money invested with this bank? No, you just lost it all. Then please stand aside for people who actually have money with us. Next, please. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I mean, and that's just, I mean, that's obviously uh, an overblown parody. Uh, and yes, it's gone. Obviously, but Here's it a, is gone. <laughs> and we're going to invest that in foreign Poof. currency, and it's gone. Poof is my favorite Poof. part. Poof. So, yeah, and that can happen at some of the big box financial companies, right? And you need somebody that's going to look at the big picture, work alongside uh, tax mm -hmm. professionals, that, that, you know, look at all the options out there, you right. know, whether it's cash value insurance, whether it's investment in the market, whether mm -hmm. it's money market accounts, and, and then also uh, CD, things like, uh, you know, making sure that you have uh, your, your social security, your Medicare, your health care, right. uh, you look out for your clients. You want to find what's in your client's best interest. And as an independent advisor, you can look at all the options versus right. a name brand big box that you see TV ads for that's yep. cookie cutter and they have their own company's products. And that's what Definitely. you're going to get. Right? That's what I came out of. Right. So the reason I'm an independent is because I've been at a bigger place. And I, you know, I never wanted to sell proprietary products if I didn't have to, but there was a lot of pressure to do so. And when that happens, you're not, I mean, they may work, right? But are they the best thing for people? That's where I got, I had a lot of conflict. So I, you know, I, I found that, um, that, that was really troubling for me. I couldn't live with that. That's why I went in the direction that I went into as an independent. Sure. So, um, yeah. And, and the thing is, right. They're not all bad, right? A lot of these big box places are great for what they do. Right. But if you're looking to, to look at ways that you can, everything is, you know, working together, uh, towards the same goal. Um, you know, you, you, you may want to find someone who is a, is a financial planner, uh, to coordinate all those things. And, you know, we're, we're duly licensed. So I'm, you know, I'm a registered investment advisor. I have a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, I'm also licensed, um, in the insurance, uh, side of things, just like you mentioned, Tony. So those things sort of like what I'd like to look at is the holistic approach, right? You want to find how things work together. We work with, um, local attorneys. We, we, we work with local tax people to make sure that all those things coordinate. And, um, it's just a, you know, we, we like to, to look at the whole picture, not just uh, a segment of your assets. So yeah, that's one thing that you can do, but if you're not doing, if you're not hiring someone to do that, just make sure that you're paying attention to where you're allocated, how much you're putting in and what that expectation might be for yourself down the road. Sure. Um, yeah. And before we move on from that, uh, I want you to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you because you're offering our listeners, you've set aside some appointments uh, for a consultation. There's no charge, there's no obligation. And just to sit down with you, see where they're at, bring in their uh, financial paperwork, their different accounts, and you can help them look at where they're at and where they might want to be headed and talk to them about their own personal risk tolerance and get that plan in place or get a second opinion on where they're at. Right. Yeah, that's right. And you know, we have, um, you know, we're setting up a Calendly link so you can actually click and see our availability too. Uh, but you can go to the retirementsmith.com and you can take a look at our website. You can find the contact information. You can also call, uh, our office at five, four, zero three, seven, one, nine, seven, seven, seven. Uh, and you can schedule an appointment uh, to talk with us and we'd be happy to, 
to assist in any way for sure. Excellent. Well, thank you for that, Jeff. And mm-hmm. and I, I want to go on now and move on to some other um, possible mistakes uh, that you've seen people make that can be costly. Yeah. So there's a couple of things that are, again, not necessarily mistakes, but maybe some things to take a look at. Right. So two things that I really like, I love uh, for people to really dive into um, will be if you have an option for an HSA at your at your uh, at your work for health insurance. Right. So if you're healthy and, you know, you, you, you're not going to the doctor all the you know, on a regular basis for something chronic you know, it may be appropriate for you to explore. So make sure that obviously you want to make sure that your coverages are good, you know, but, um, if, you know, if you're young and there's an option for HSAs, take advantage of them. Those are what what are called high deductible, um, uh, health insurance policies and with a health savings account. It's different than a flexible spending account in that, you can put the deductible or, or money towards the deductible in an account that grows over time. Uh, currently, if you have a family plan, you can put $7,100 uh, into an HSA account to cover any cost of um, you know, a, a deductible. So if you have to go into the hospital and let's say your deductible is seven grand, uh, your deductible is met by, you know, by putting that money in the HSA. Now, let's say you don't need any of it for one year, the next year you put in 7,200, which will, it'll be for 2023. Uh, and, and you keep growing that over time. Um, and you know, you used a little bit here and there by the time, let's say you want to retire early, you have a whole bucket of money that you can use to pay for premiums when you, if you want to leave early before you have Medicare, right? So one of the biggest issues that we find that people, when people want to retire early, and what I mean by early is before they have Medicare, sure. right? So if you work for the government, you're going to have your health insurance if you've lo- worked there long enough. But if you don't, then you gotta you got to find private coverage, mm. right? So if you leave your company and they don't offer that coverage until you're 65, you, you've got to get it. And in, in, it can be very, very expensive. Oh, outrageously right? expensive, right? Yeah. Right. So if you if you leave your company and you want to leave at say 60, you gotta, you gotta fit, you know, a, a significant amount of your, of your income is going to go towards health insurance. Right. So if you have taken the time and, and, you know, I've done this right personally. Right. So I've built up enough money that if I had to make a claim, you know, I, you know, it would be more than enough to cover. Right. And now, and what I'm looking at for, for my clients and myself, uh, personally is that when I turn 65, if I haven't touched all that, I can also use that to offset Medicare part B, uh, and, um, Medicare supplement policies until, you know, until it runs out of money. Wow. And you can use that. Now we don't manage HSAs here, but we work with firms and companies that we, we know really well who do. Yeah. Um, and you can, you know, most of the time there's, there's a, there's a traditional fixed, uh, HSA account where you're just getting a basic interest rate. Uh, but once you hit a certain level, you can actually put it into, um, investments, um, and they can, they can work for you. Right. So, uh, that's something that I invite people, you know, you know, October, November, this, this is the time of year 
where open enrollment is. And it's a good time to take a look at at those things. So I, I invite you to do that. That's that would probably be number two uh, for our list of things to take care of or, or to at least explore when you're uh, before you retire is, is yeah, so, we, and, uh, and that's a mistake people make is not doing that. Right. I well, mean, yeah, because the, think about it from this way, Tony. Right. So let's say your premium is a thousand dollars a month for your family with a low deductible. And let's yeah. say you don't have any claims. You just have a sniffle or two. You go, go to the doctor for your, your routine stuff and you pay your copay at 20 bucks. Uh, but nothing major. They're not going to go, wow, you, you know, you guys were great this year. We're going to return your premium, you know, <laughs> you know, so, but when you have nope. an HSA, right. And you have a year like that, you, you keep what you didn't spend in that, in that deductible. Right. So in you, your premium may go from a thousand to, you know, 600 or whatever. I don't, yeah. don't quote me. I don't know what that, sure. you know, everybody's different, but it, it could be significantly less. So you're actually, you know, <clears throat> you know, if, if you do it correctly and let's say you just do it for a couple years to cover your deductible, you're then still saving money. You know what I mean? You're saving money out of your pocket on a, on a, on a monthly basis. So there's some advantages to it. Now, if you're, if you're not, if you're going through some, some medical issues and you have some chronic issues, obviously you really want to make sure that it fits you. Right. So you don't right. want to uh, put yourself in a position where you're putting money into that account and then it's coming right back out to cover costs. But um, if you're in that category and it fits you, it's really a really wonderful opportunity. So I, I invite people to explore that a little bit more. Yeah. And if people want to know more about that or if it fits their personal situation, and might help them. Uh, all they have to do is pick up the phone and give you a call. So sure. uh, that's good. And at the end of the show today, we'll give that information out. But we're trying to give tips here for our listeners uh, mm -hmm. to avoid things that may cost them down the road. A lot of times, I, the one thing that I don't like about, you know, shows and stuff is that they they, brought, they they just paint this really broad picture where I really am based off an individual, right? So if your individual tax situation's, you know, difficult for you, there are ways, you know, you want to take to advantage minimize of that day. tax burden. Right, exactly. And you can use a 401k maybe to do that. Yeah, and, and, and just like I said with the HSA too, you know, that's the, that's the other thing. That 7,100 if you're a family comes off of your, you know, that's deductible. Yeah, And so that's I mean, awesome. there are other things in concert with this right. that you can take advantage of. So all this to say, Tony, is we just want to take a look at minimizing the tax burden wherever we can. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's good advice and that's a mistake people make. Uh, they might do something that can affect their tax burden either now, like with a 401k or later because they mm -hmm. don't have enough in a tax-free bucket, right? Exactly, so, which we'll talk about next time. Yes, let's talk. Let's do a whole show on tax minimization and tax burden mm, in retirement. Sounds so, exciting and fun. <laughs> I don't know when you're kidding or when you're not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Jeff, Jeffy Jeff. That's it, Jeffy <laughs> Jeff right there. Jeff. So we're out of time for today's show. Give that phone number one more time. Sure, yes. Uh, 540-371-9777 or uh, theretirementsmith.com. You can actually go to the radio show's webpage, and we have a banner there that has all of our contact information, too. So feel free to do that. Uh, we love this station, and we love being on the air uh, with you every Sunday. So thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.
Thank you for listening to Financial Viewpoints. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Smith at The Retirement Smith. Call 540-371-9777 or visit them online at theretirementsmith.com. Advisory services are offered through the Retirement Smith LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Virginia. Insurance products are offered through the Insurance Smith, an affiliated company. Jeff Smith and the Retirement Smith are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary, and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources, and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.